Hello there. So my thing is here back with another episode of this podcast. Damn, I think I talk too fast. Okay, so today we're gonna discuss a few things. Okay, right. So I woke up at about three three o'clock in the morning. Right, right now it's uh, what? It's seven a.m. Right, so it's been four hours. Right. Uh, out of all this time that I've been up, I haven't cleaned my room. House visit something else. Out of all this time that I've been up, the thoughts that they've been going through my head have been uh, regarding. Okay, I'm looking at this screen. Damn. I've been regarding uh, my situation, right? So my bank balance doesn't uh, reflect my level of skill and intelligence, to say, right? So I'm a very good uh, photographer, and there are a lot of people who don't take good pictures or have pictures that suck and I should be there to fix that for most people right so I think it's time I uh, valued my skill and sort of advertised it so I've been thinking of a lot of ideas using memes and provoking people into uh, having their pictures taken by me so what I'm well was this there's a lot of ideas right that have been popping through my head uh, obviously it's a problem right for uh, most people that are creative will know this uh, it's a problem that i'm not sure it's a problem is it a problem you see with most people right so whenever you take a picture or whether you make videos i'll talk about that because that's what i do or make even podcasts you'd find that uh, when you imagine the thing and the results that come out those two uh, don't necessarily agree right they come they don't come they don't even come they don't come even close they don't even come close to uh, each other right the results and the thoughts that went into the thing so when you're planning when you're thinking of the idea sounds exciting and whatever but then the execution doesn't always i think most times it doesn't meet the imagination i think it's part of the reason why most creative people are never satisfied with their work because it doesn't reflect what i what they thought about so i'm gonna try and be creative as possible with regards to making posters around the school and i've been thinking right so i was sort of making a video about this area that i'm living in here and I was standing at the was this at the robots uh, recording a time lapse. So I think that's also a good spot. So I'm just gonna write something up, a post of some sort, and then have it on my neck or post it up like this, and maybe write something like, uh, "Your life might suck, or your life might suck, but your pictures don't have to," or something like that, right? We'll see. I'm gonna try to start printing my pictures this week and then we'll see where that goes. Right? Yeah. That's it about that. A creative life. I think I'm okay, I'm good. I'm hungry right now. Man, it's too early to eat. We're just gonna continue on with this podcast. Yeah, might have some water. We're just gonna continue on with this podcast. Uh, one thing uh, about people being Boston and the sense of feeling okay so uh, you I, I noticed something right uh, last week or this week uh, was the idea that people have to belong somewhere they have to belong to something they have to feel that they belong I think this idea manifests in a, in a lot of fields is it fields or areas in of our lives right so uh, in school we have this shuttle service right so i'm staying off campus so i take a shuttle uh, to school every day to to and fro to and fro i think that's how you say that thing so uh, there are two popular residences that uh, use buses to go to right they are big so they use buses so there are two it's called 
Daisa and Govala, right? So when you're taking a bus at school, it's not written in front that it's Govala or going to Daisa. So most of the time you have to ask the driver or the other people standing outside or sometimes you have to get in and ask the people in there, right? So what I've seen is, right, what I noticed, this girl got into the bus uh, he was going she was going to Kovala as well uh, but in in a face so she didn't know she's the bus is going to Kovala right so she she before she she asked if the bus is going to Kovala so I noticed her face before that right and there was this uneasiness in the way she walked and there was this uneasiness in the way she looked at the people there trying to see if they're familiar or not right and one thing that stood out stood out for me is that uh, we mostly don't even talk to each other in the past as uh, students who stay in the same residence but we feel safer <laughs> if you you in the bus with the students that are from your restaurant your your was from your residence more comfortable sort of than when you are with students that don't stay in your residence you don't even talk to each other you don't even know most of the people in this bus but the fact that you travel with these people and you stay at the same residence as these people sort of says uh, you're in the right place sort of right so you belong here i think bringing that plays a huge role then we we tend to was credit or credit is credit the right way we tend to yeah I'll use credit right man I'm hungry damn okay let's let's get that with this it's been seven minutes man <laughs> okay so what was the other thing I wanted to talk about in relation to that? Fuck. I thought about being hungry. Now now I've lost track of what I was talking about. Being boxed in, right? That's what I was talking about. Uh, you need to be... Not that you need to be boxed in, but you need to have a sense of uh, belonging as a person. And it seems that it's most if not all areas of life you need to have that sense of feeling oh yeah when i want to talk about uh, the so I've, I've been reading a book right so jordan peterson there was a statement of uh, using your conclusions to prove was using your conclusions to derive proof I think using your conclusions to derive proof something like that that, that makes sense so having a, a rigid thoughts having a rigid ideas having a rigid was this way of looking at things right so whenever you think about that thing instead of uh, making it was this a hypothesis is that the right word if instead of making it a hypothesis you instead make it a what the theory then okay you make it a hypothesis and make it a rule or theory uh, before even proving it so in a way of proving it you You set up the experiment in such a way that uh, it gives the results that you're looking for, the results that you already have as a theory. I think thinking maybe in some of my thinking as well, I might have those loopholes where there are some things that I believe, believe so strongly about in is the power to in, but there are things that I believe so strongly so much that uh, I let that interfere with the process of proving if those are true or false.
right obviously right like the last week's podcast i talked about this thing of the notre it's called notre dame i call it not notre dome last week ah man i speak this is right of my home language so uh, excuse <laughs> the whatever that you had the experience last week right so um i i think i did the same thing in that situation although my my was this my thoughts have even changed with regards to that. I still think people uh, took the took, took that situation very lightly, and it's. I'm not a smart guy, as you might know, or I might have heard, uh, but that's not smart either to point out that God is not a man uh, in the sky. Obviously, I don't know that as well. My beliefs have nothing to do with it, but the fact that you you regard yourself uh, even remotely to being smart because you pointed out that there is no man in the sky. Yeah, maybe the level of intelligence or smartiness or genius in your country is too low to the fact that <laughs> you even regard that has been smart in some sort of way right that's what i'm thinking <coughs> obviously with all my thoughts might be wrong uh, hopefully i get corrected okay let's let's go on let's go on so uh, what's another interesting thing i want to talk about okay so last week i skipped I skipped the news about Samsung, right? Uh, that was because the, there was this news about this uh, Ukrainian Ukrainian president. Oh, also with that thing of the Ukrainian president uh, being a comedian and whatever. Uh, I said, I said in that podcast, uh, was this? I said because no other country will ever make the mistake again. Think that's what I said. That was wrong, right? Is it is it correct to say that was wrong? That was wrong because there was no proof that they made a mistake, right? The guy hasn't even assumed office, uh, and. We have not seen what is done, right? And in the was this, in the general broad sense, to say it's wrong to elect a guy who acted the role of a president in a TV show and make him the real president, that is also not a right way to look at it. To say uh, that is just wrong. Those people don't know what they're doing, right? Because uh, was this. Because they haven't, they haven't done anything. I haven't actually studied the guy, what he stands for, and whatever. And we still have to see his, uh, his, his plans or actions that he take, and uh, when he assumes office, right? Might be good, might be bad. Just like everyone, no one knows how to be a president, right? Uh, everyone when they get into office. They figured it out uh, during their time as being president. It's one of those things that you, we don't have university training for. It's one of those things that I can just rise up at this moment. There are about to be elections. I think that other week here in South Africa, I think it's too late to make a political party right now. But maybe in the next election, elections, I may rise up, make my own party. Uh, as uh, was this, I'll be what 25 years old. Damn, I'll be older. <laughs> Damn, for the next elections, man. Whoa, I can rise up and say, No, uh, this is how I think would fix the system. Because I've been also what I've noticed with the, the last podcast, I've been blaming the NC a lot. Uh, obviously, the faults as any other government in the in the world 
what annoys me sort of about them or any other political party in South Africa. Oh, maybe we haven't seen the other political parties, how they rule and whatever. What annoys me most is the dogma side that's associated with it. People don't want to think with regards to NC, they, they, they just hold it up as, as God. Is it God? You see, with, with the situation complex as God, it's understandable that you will just uh, make a lot of assumptions and even believe that there is a man in the sky. But even to me, uh, right now, I cannot refute that because I think I don't have enough information. And it seems that uh, if you don't have enough information, like we run the world without having, not that we run the world, we live in the world without having enough information and we trust that all the systems that are supposed to work will work, even though we don't understand how those systems work, right? We try to make uh, assumptions with regards to that. And we've been doing just fine, right? But it's it's not productive if you're going to make assumptions uh, with political parties, right? If you're not going to question what they do, if we're going to blindly believe uh, in everything that they say, I'm not sure if I'm making any sense. You're supposed to question their ideas. Uh, you're supposed to judge them based on their uh, was this? past actions. And it seems so far, it's been 25 years. Uh, the guys have tried, man. They've tried. But you can say that obviously it's a lot that they had to deal with. It's a lot of damage that they've had to repair. And it's not like, uh, it's not like, what is this? Uh, okay, let me record it. It's not like anyone would expect them to have done uh, More is it is that correct to say no one expected them to have done more? Maybe anyone given their position would have done the same amount of work, right? And we can't rule it out, obviously. What uh, irritates me is when corruption has been exposed, right? Uh, people have been exposed for. Uh, not being competent enough to hold their positions and they've been kept in those positions all right that sets a precedent that i'm not sure that we're willing to go down it and this thing of others pity supporting them see out of pity because these guys were helpful in uh, freeing us of freeing South Africa from the oppression of apartheid. I'm not sure if that's uh, if that's a, the right way to go about this. Right. So, with political parties, must have been sort of removed from politics and all that's uh, that's surrounding it. I think. In my first, second, and third year, the last three years, I think oh, the whole of, the whole of my life actually, I've been very hesitant at discussing politics, partly because uh, I've been thinking of myself as a, a man of God, and men of God do not engage uh, in those things. That's how I've been thinking about it. But now I, I, I think. Uh, if you can say something or you think something is not going well, you should say something about it. Right? And maybe even try to correct it if uh, you're given the opportunity to do so. So obviously right now I don't have any other thing to do. 
or the power to do something but I, I hope that people uh, use logic to to vote and I don't even know who's better than the NC right it's something that we've been discussing with other people that uh, yeah we've got the NC they are as bad as uh, they are as bad as we, ha we have had sort of but if you want to remove them who are you going to replace them with all right obviously there's other political parties four three or four of them who are who who can take the lead and maybe try to prove themselves uh, things no one is trying to give them a chance and yeah by default NC looks like the the better out of all these other parties the better uh, option people are afraid of change as well people are very afraid of change uh, it's one of those things that hinder it's not like that affects my life uh, it affects my life but not very not on a, a very large scale to say but yeah okay i'll leave that at that also uh, in Deben, i think i was talking about samsung okay i was talking about samsung okay no let's go to Deben and then go back to this samsung issue so in Deben last week or the other week i think it's last week they were and today is sunday so it won't be last week it will be the other week right so what has happened in Deben is uh, there were floods right there was heavy rain and uh, roads were flooded people were displaced uh, from their shelters or homes uh, roads were damaged even railway lines there were railway lines who, which were hanging it was hanging when all the soil all the soil underneath the railway lines uh, disappears all the soils is taken away then those railway lines were just standing on on nothing is it correct to say they were standing on like they were hanging just like that all right so it was huge floods usually Deben has a lot of rains around this these times uh, usually i'm not there i'm here in, in, in western cape and also when i was staying in kzn which was uh, the rest of my life before the past three years uh, usually i'd be at home when there were heavy rains in Deben if I'm at home, home is a rural area, uh, so we don't get a lot of floods there. Don't think I remember us having floods there. Alright, so it's been difficult. Okay, so there is these few issues with regards to the floods in Deben. One, uh, the coast or the harbor. I think it's was the Deben harbor. Was this place? I'm not sure if it's called Mazimtote. It's called Mazimtote. Deben Harbour. What is it called? Deben Harbour. But they use this. They use this. Shaga Marine in the Illumination. They use this zone of weight most. Oh, it's called Mdandin. They're not showing it here. It's called Mdandin. I think that's the harbor. The main one. I think that's the only one that we have in Deben. Not sure. Or oh, maybe this one, Richard's Bay, or something like that. So, what happened is when the floods came in, eh, they came in with all the garbage. 
that's in the township of uh, Deben, the townships of, of Deben, Deben as a city, all the garbage, the plastics and whatever, they were flooded into the harbor, right? And uh, there was the normal beaches. Damn, that doesn't sound well. <laughs> the normal beach uh, in 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 Caverton, right? Not in Caverton, in Deben, right? So those were flooded with a lot of waste, and there was a pile, right? With the in the harbors, which if you've seen the pictures, was a pile of waste. Uh, stand or oh, being there and this led me to think of something I, I'm not sure who was I listening to if it's the Jordan Peterson debate or whatever but I heard somewhere that uh, the more that people are elevated or the more that people are earning or the comfortable people are with their earning or satisfied with their life in some sort of way. Uh, let's say you have a home, you have a stable job. Uh, I think those are two most important things. Uh, it's where the people will start thinking about uh, saving the environment, right? I think it's in the hierarchy of problems. This thing, man, it's itchy. Right, so last week I placed the mic here and that didn't work out well. I was not, uh, not to say loud. So my laptop is making noise, but I'm not gonna move it from here. So uh, I was placing the thing here and it wasn't very uh, loud or clear with my voice. So I put it back in here and now it's each, which is annoying. Right, so it's with the hierarchy of problems, right? As I said last week, after eating, if hunger has been solved as a problem, then we can move on to other problems, right? So if you're telling me about, uh, although it's my responsibility, right, to make sure that I clean the environment, I don't litter, I don't whatever, but if you're telling me or a person in the road about that as a problem, right, can you see how many other problems that person has and in the hierarchy of problems how insignificant that problem is to that person right we've had floods in Deben uh, people have lost their homes who when they've lost their home is going to think about how we've uh, what is this how we've dated the ocean who's gonna think about the environment when they don't have their home or a home to sleep in who's gonna think about that when they have to worry about the food what they eat on that day and the most important thing that you might don't know about black people in KZN or usually in KZN I've lived I've lived in rural and I've lived in township and this is a generalization uh, obviously it's wrong to do that but i've lived with different types of people in kzn and i'm a zulu guy so most of the time when i'm sitting with people i like to observe a lot for no reason or whatsoever so what you might not know where was i going oh what you might not know with people like from kzn and whatever is with insurance insurance most people don't have insurance all right uh, the home insurance car insurance most people don't have that thing right so if they lose their house uh, they've essentially lost everything sort of unless the government pays them in which is unlikely also okay let's stop the video here and try to record again okay back so unless the government helps in some sort of way obviously the government will help maybe with the food food packaging and whatever and hopefully if those people own the area at which they had their house and uh, hopefully they can start 
rebuilding and man some people lost their the whole house if you're losing the whole house it means the house and the furniture are gone and this means that even the area at which the house was uh, was was situated or located is no longer good for okay there is a lot of work to be done in order to make it suitable for building a house or a home right and if you don't have insurance you sort of screwed in a lot of different ways uh, yeah it's sad man even when there's my my mom stays there obviously i think most of my family but how many people are at home most of my family stays in Deben. if not all of them only my grandma and my siblings my siblings are in Deben. some of them some of them are back at home uh, or and cousins as you call it uh, back at home so uh, luckily my mom stays in a in a, what's this she stays in a not in a shack it's what it's a government rtp house right but she doesn't own the thing so she rents from someone and luckily those are being they have integrity in the way they are built and so it's not easy to just demolish them right or take them down to say it's not a very easy thing so uh, but the the rain obviously got in the, the room and uh, she said that uh, the, the the bedding so what happened is so when you have your bed being at the wall right being close to the wall or being leaned into the wall what happened is with the roof the roof is what do you call zinc they call it zinc a tile zinc whatever so the thing just gets in the water just gets in and rolls down the the wall and the bedding was ruined is it is ruined the correct weed the bedding was was wet was wet man i swear there, there was a wind wetted <laughs> isn't that word like that the bedding was wetted no <laughs> that doesn't sound good okay it was wet <laughs> man okay so the thing was wet but they didn't have any major problems with regards to the floods my older mom so it's my mom's sister the oldest of the of them as siblings and whatever uh, she's renting in this was this i think it's flat as you'd call it by the normal uh, township flats flats those houses you find in a township and what happened there is that i don't think the person was inside but with the rain and whatever uh, the whole thing just collapsed not the whole thing right so man how am i going to explain this man this is a podcast damn so i've been making hand gestures and whatever forgetting that this is a podcast right so think of a normal uh, let's say three floored uh, three floored building right is it three floored let's say with three floors right that sounds good right so the think of the end part of that building right the wall not the the long wall but the wall that's at how would we explain this with weights and not using any hand gestures man this is difficult nobody told me this okay so think of it what or think of it as a rectangle right so you know that the rectangle has two equal sides the long ones and then two equal sides the short ones right think of a building like that that's a rectangle and then the short side 
uh, just goes down like the whole of the, the other sh the one short side just goes down and then the rooms next to the short sides also uh, go down with the whole furniture and whatever that's there that's what happened in that building the thing just the whole wall just went down other than that I didn't hear any problems okay so it's what is with, with my family right they are scattered around Deben so if ever one of them were to lose their home or their house or room uh, to flood obviously that's it's easy for them to go to the other person because they are scattered around uh, whatever obviously nothing happened and we thankful for that but some other people lost their homes and some other people i found it oh, it's strange right uh, if you go to Deben or whatever it's strange to me that there are people who only stay in Deben and but but there are few right it's strange even as an idea that you're born in Deben your whole family is in Deben and we're Zulkai you don't have any family back at home man that's strange because you know most right with us like with me if I think of uh, if my life were to knock me down if life were to uh, have it at me if life were to just uh, if I were to experience the worst out of life I'd still have home to go back to I have both my maternal side I think it's called maternal side and my paternal side right so I have places to was a retreat to I can go back and stay at home and nobody would ask me a question there is always hope right there is always a place where you know that you can't was if you if life knocks it down you, you still have that place right there is that security that knowing that there is home right and i think uh, as i grow up as whatever i don't think i'd abandon the tradition of having a rural home and then a, an urban home in Deben or wherever you want to be but having a rural home I think it's true for most people in South Africa at least black people have a stable home and although our buildings back at home are not sophisticated but they mostly able to hang a flat right? unlikely that would have the whole of the, the whole home destroyed because of a flood there is always that one room that you know that floods can't do anything about right that's how we build it's strong most of the time then some other thing i i've had trouble understanding uh, is staying in a shack right so i stayed in a shack once i think once or twice so I was visiting my older mom or whatever and she was renting two rooms she was renting that shack and her room so we've been maybe sharing a room with her obviously uh, so we were using that shack and staying in a shack man you don't think about it when you're staying there right uh, you, you don't even it doesn't stick to your head sort of you just stay there but if you're staying in a shack and there's floods man almost all your things are gonna be wiped out or they're gonna be wet in some way and with shakes it's just better with that check because it's just only one shack and there are no shakes around it just one shack next to like well-built rooms and whatever so brick rooms so if you're staying in a shack and then there's floods and it's all shacks most of them will be wiped out because if one shack goes down it's most likely that it will go down and touch the next one the next one goes down touch the next one go down the, the whole thing just goes down it's like brrr, 
it's called a domino effect or something like that so for people who stay in shakes man i think they've been striking for government to do something because man that life of having to lose everything yeah it's it's very difficult and floods is not something that we used to or at least not at that level where homes are destroyed and there have been people who who've lost their lives i think it's 50 people or something like that i think it's 51 or more people who lost their lives due to the floods yeah man it's very sad and i don't think south africa has enough resources to take care of these problems i might be wrong but i don't think we have enough resources to take care of natural disasters and whatever right now everyone is fighting to get nominated and whatever okay i'm going to go pee now right yeah let me go out another thing that i might have not mentioned also i'm coming back from the shower now so another thing that i might have not mentioned is is it bias is it correct to say it's a bias i'm not sure maybe so in the way we raised as zulu people hey man this is this is some dangerous a generalization that i don't want to do but in the way we 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 raised uh, we tend to consider ourselves very important and and maybe have too much pride sort of uh, in the way we do things and whatever and I'm not sure if it's just it happens with everyone so with the the way people live in in shacks I've I've had even I think I've said it myself that I'll just uh, leave everything and go stay home instead of staying in a shack right I've had some other people say the same thing as well without me influencing them in any other way so I think it's some um, something we think i'm not sure if it's just childish thinking because there are problems that adults face that as a child you think that you'll just be able to overcome them easily there is that arrogance of thinking man this is easy i'll just be able to solve it these guys don't know anything All right there is that there is that unease obviously there is also that thought of people shouldn't stay like that that shouldn't be allowed to happen people should have basic houses like strong and whatever brick buildings or whatever they shouldn't stay in 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 what is they shouldn't stay in shacks but then lies the problem we still have unemployment we still have a lot of other issues people are unpaid to afford to live any other place other than their shacks so there's nothing you can do with that okay i think there's a lot of things to talk about today i don't think my thing will hold up my 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 camera and also my hunger very hungry right now and i think i think today i'm going to church as well so i might, must prepare for that man i'm very hungry i think i'm going to cut this podcast so let's move on so talk about oh, so last oh no in the few last few weeks i mentioned i mentioned god man i'm hungry damn Yes, yes. So I mentioned the thing about 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 Escom, right? The low shading. Obviously, they've stopped right now. But I mentioned the fact that 
we haven't evaluated the amount of damage uh, ESCOM has done with their load shedding, how much it has cost South Africa, right? So, implants, implants, so this is, I think it's Impala Platinum Mines, right? So, they've lost something about 250 million uh, to this load shedding thing. So, I think this is one of them. Sorry, I think this is one of the one of the things that we need to evaluate with regards to load shedding, and to think about maybe we can somehow uh, try to afford what is this? Afford what? Nuclear energy. Afford? I'm not sure if afford is the right way because now in in also in in the US they've struggled with with this? making power plants and nuclear power plants and those guys have money so I'm not sure if we can afford if affording is the right way but I think we have to rethink the implementation of uh, implementation of nuclear energy right another thing I've, I've seen is I think there are banks who are offering some sort of loans to have people to install solar panels on their roofs I think that's a good thing uh, obviously the idea of solar panels uh, in just space no not spaces in, in just neglected areas or whatever that can be debated if it's a good thing considering the the, the negative effect which is uh, displacing the the ecosystem is displacing the ecosystem, disturbing the ecosystem, and displacing the organisms that might uh, or that are using that place as a habitat. So that can still be debated. But putting solar panels on your roof that doesn't seem to have any negative impact because your roof you're not using your roof space anyway for something good. So the fact that you can make it generate electricity for you. Uh, it's not a bad thing. I don't see it as a bad thing in any case. So, uh, other interesting things I've seen around the web, or oh, talking about mining, they're saying uh, the biggest diamond was discovered in Botswana, second biggest diamond in history found in Botswana. The second biggest uncut diamond in history has been unearthed from a mine in Botswana, uh, so this is from Newsday. Newsday, I don't know this. The 1758 carat diamond is about the size of a tennis ball. Size of a tennis ball is that the biggest? If man, <laughs> damn, I didn't notice that the biggest diamond discovered was 3000 carat cadmium found in South Africa in 1905. Man, the biggest one was in South Africa. That was found before the industrial mine. A spade of light diamond found in the last few years. It has been put down to new sorting machine that and processed diamonds without breaking them. Oh, that is the end of the article. Sort of. Man, I know nothing about diamonds. The biggest one, no, the second, this is the second biggest one. The size of a tennis ball. That thing is oh, that's why this thing is expensive. If eh? <laughs> that's that's the size of one of the biggest, then maybe I get why the, the thing is expensive. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Let's see. Let me check my notes. Okay, I've been avoiding this. Oh, also another interesting thing. Right, so as I went out to to pee. I remember that I saw a podcast or I listened to a podcast between Joe Rogan, Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo. Man, uh, if if you want to have a fun day, right, that's one of the podcasts to listen to. I think for everyone, that's the, the pinnacle of podcasts. The funniest podcast that we made uh, to date, <laughs> man, that, that guy freaks out. 
Alex Jones. And uh, in the media, before even before even that guy being banned in uh, some sites and whatever, that guy has been always uh, has always been was this portrayed as this crazy guy who shouts uh, a lot of conspiracy theories, right? And I ha- I wasn't even giving him. So that's a police vehicle. I wasn't even giving him a chance, sort of. I, I didn't even listen to him before that. Uh, not that I'm listening to him now. I just thought of him as a crazy person. Right? The way he was shouting at the mic and conspiracy theories have been, some, been something that I've been so interested in as well. So I just thought of him as this uh, lunatic guys, guy uh, spreading fake news because that's how they refer to most of his content right but after hearing him on that podcast and the things he said and the fact that some of the craziest things he said were actually true man and that guy can recall a lot of information at the same time he can go on a rant for five minutes talking he starts somewhere and ends up in man that guy and there was this piece right where Joe went to the toilet to, to, to pee and then Eddie Bravo was messing around with him. Man <laughs> He freaked out, right? He freaked out. I think everyone should see that, that podcast. And uh, if you haven't seen that podcast or even listen to the podcast and then maybe watch the was this the clip where he freaks out on Eddie Bravo. Right? That's that's gonna make your day if that can make your day man you are really difficult <laughs> that podcast after listening to that podcast i've changed the way i looked at i look at that guy and it is obviously was this it is obviously not a good thing to have social media platforms uh, be the one who the ones who decide which content is hateful which content is uh, which content is what? Which content should be or should not be on the, or should be considered free speech? Because that's what mostly uh, this thing is about. Which content should be considered hate speech? How long should these guys be banned? Are they allowed to ban people from their platforms? Because these platforms are are places where social social what social discussions are held are these platforms allowed why are they allowed actually to exclude someone from being uh, from participating in a public debate or discussion where did they get that power who gave them that power just because you made an app doesn't give you the power to regulate the behavior of society right that's the thing that guy that guy man he's crazy and i enjoyed that podcast i, I put it was this when did, when did that guy he that podcast was released weeks ago man and it was four hours so that was one of the things i i was this, that was one of the reasons i didn't listen to it and also all the information I've read about that guy didn't really I didn't really think I'd find the podcast interesting so it was just staying there sitting there and listening to and when I finally listened to it even now I have it downloaded on my phone and I just oh, I'm speaking sizzle now why so the thing podcast podcast app and the Apple podcast app deletes the podcast once you finish listening to with this one what i've done is drag it back to the niggly of the thing just because i think i might listen to it again man i laughed too hard while listening to that guy i think i started listening to him while i was going to cape town and man that was funny okay so moving on from that 
what did I want to say now? What did I want to say now? Okay, so we'll move into this fiasco with Samsung. So if you don't know, I'm not sure if you've been living under the rock, but it'll just uh, fill me. So Samsung released a foldable phone and it's been, uh, it's it was sent to tech reviewers or media reviewers to say, to test it out. Uh, it's a good phone and I think it's a good step that they've taken, right? To introduce something new uh, into the industry, right? Obviously, this is a first generation phone and no one expected to be perfect. There have been problems. Why, why is this thing looking like this? Man, I think this has shifted a lot. Man, at least, yeah. So there have been problems. And so what happened is the first week, I think, I think it's the week when they gave the thing out to these guys to review it and whatever. It happened that this phone had a, an extra layer, right? So if you know phones, uh, or if you watch phones reviews, what happens is usually there is a layer of plastic mostly that's on top of the phone or of the screen, right? So you mostly just remove that. So what happened is when they gave this thing out, they they have a layer looking similar to that one. And people thought, uh, these reviewers thought that, including NKBHD, thought that that was a protective code that you can remove, just like any other phone. But that turned out to be not the case, right? So they removed it and that messed up the screen. The screen just went black for most people, right? That was the issue there. So the, what has happened is Samsung released a statement saying that uh, there was due to user error, right? You're not supposed to remove that. And although most people did remove the thing, they were not supposed to remove that thing in the first place. It's there and they use some sort of a print, fine print saying uh, if you remove that thing, it might mess around the screen, right? So okay, user error, everyone must know that they must not remove the thing on their screen right so what happened is uh, there is this website called ifixit they got hold of uh, some samsung device the fold and they made uh, a tear down video of it right uh, what what samsung has done is they forced because they didn't uh, actually make the phone available to iFixit. iFixit got it from another partner, sort of. So they forced iFixit to remove the device through that uh, partner. That's what the article says. So they forced uh, iFixit to remove that video because they haven't re uh, publicly released the phone. So I think they're still fixing this Thing, making sure that it don't happen to anyone that they remove the protective code and yeah not sure what else they they're going to add on the screen sometimes a very big company so i think they can handle this one they handle the note 7 they can handle this one fine and this is a new thing it's not like anyone is rooting for this thing to fail in any case uh, unless you are uh, in opposition to samsung i'm not sure even if you, you don't like Samsung, but you should like the way in which we're going, the innovation and whatever. Yeah, that's it about that Samsung issue. So uh, Samsung has delayed the, re the release. I think it was supposed to be on the 26th of April. They've delayed the release. Uh, I'm not sure when they're going to release it to the public yet. And then, and then it's Hawaii. I think people are mad in the UK. Uh, I think the I think they are I think people are mad in the UK because I think it's the government or whoever is the decision power in in the UK had or had what 
try to partner try to partner with Hawaii uh, to roll out 5G right so Hawaii is a tech company right they are very good with making routers and all those stuff sorry they are very good at making routers and all the, those things so uh, they are not a bad company to hire or they are competent in making that but the, the issue has been surrounding the ethics right when using that company there is fear that that company might uh, install some chips that would leak intelligence is it leak intelligence or give information back to the Chinese government right the US has taken a, a lot of steps or measures to make sure that uh, organizations the US as a whole uh, stops dealing with uh, Hawaii right so let's see this article is from the economist it says Hawaii is at the center of political controversy it had to think better fraction of the rise of china than the rise of hawaii like china the firm was founded in 1997 being at the bottom of the value chain by selling telephone switching gear imported from hong kong also like china it was not content it was not content to say to stay there it was not content content man so say that these days product from smartphones to solar panels are sleek high-tech competitive with anything its rivals can produce as a result its revenue has its revenues have soared hitting 105 billion in 2018 man but 105 billion in revenue revenue is the amount of sales is sales actually and not subtracting any operation costs and, and whatever right so profit is not 105 billion it's somewhere there. in case you didn't know that uh, i have an accounting degree hmm. <laughs> sorry i have to say that man okay how are we it's, uh, how are we and its mother country have become technological pace setters in their own right they employ 80,000 people in research and development alone man aren't they Okay, China filed 553,000 patents, patents in 2018, ahead behind 56,000, uh, I mean, uh, 53,000, 56,000, uh, 50, America's 56,000, man, of China's around 1 in 10 came from Hawaii alone, man, these guys are big. However, I said that China has caused a deal of warriors so in the last three days. On the firm still uh, telecom is still in the telecom telecoms equipment business along with Nokia, a Finnish firm, Ericsson Swedish. How is been one of the biggest suppliers of high tech kids with mobile phone? So obviously these guys want me to subscribe, which I want to to read the full article. I don't have the money, but what has happened is people are freaking out over um, was this over the uk allowing these guys i think they, they're not gonna was this the end results of this whole situation will be the fact that partners uh, uk chinese what will happen is this won't happen this one won't take place okay here's a full article but i'm not gonna read the whole thing it's because uh, hawaii is a chinese company and there is a lot of was a lot of fear with regards to china and how they do things and the fact that most companies operating in china have their information give their information to the chinese government and yeah and they're scared that if ever these guys are given an opportunity to do business they might spy on the country for the chinese government obviously i think a lot of people have 
there is a rise of uh, manufacturing in India as well these days so companies are trying to move out of China in some way or not depend fully on China for their uh, manufacturing especially tech companies and whatever I think that, that's a good move obviously China has the edge because they are they are what they are cheap in some sort of way although no longer that cheap but yeah they have the experience at least uh, another story uh, man do I need to read this I think I've had enough I think I've had enough I think I've had enough of this <sighs> the podcast has been brought to you by Soma Degis. I think I'm done with the work here. I need to eat. I'm very hungry. There is a story about uh, Nelson Mandela's painting going on sale in the US. Uh, I'm not going to discuss that right now. And then there is a story about the restaurant. There is this thing about the forex traders and whatever, which I think I need to discuss fully because I have some sort of understanding a little bit and I have an accounting degree okay that, that's not that's not a lot of fun talk to you next time um, it's been so much it's been nice talking to you I don't think this was boring as the last week's one obviously ah uh, okay I'm done talking it's been nice having you here man I want to make music I'm still not very good at making music. I'm still not very good at making music. Is that a good way to indicate? No, I'm not sure. Okay, bye. See you next time. See you next time. You're listening here. Talk to you next time. <laughs> Peace.